Hello and welcome to the Guernsey Press Business Podcast. I'm Tony Kerr and on this episode of Island Entrepreneurs, supported by the Digital Greenhouse, you'll hear from one of the local founders using the island's innovation hub to help them pursue their business dreams. Megan Seward is the brains and the energy behind Isle Health. Last year, she set out with a simple aim to improve the quality of life of those around her. What began with a straightforward Wednesday walking group has grown since into a team of five consultants helping dozens of people every week overcome medical barriers to exercise. And our health's impact in the community is already being recognised. It's been shortlisted for the Entrepreneur for Good Prize at the Digital Greenhouse's inaugural Veyon Awards. Well, I caught up with Megan to find out more about her mission and why it means so much to her, what she's learned from taking her first quite fast steps in business and where it's going next. So enjoy the chat. I think it's kind of impossible not to feel the energy Megan has for what she does. Megan, welcome to the Guns Press Business Podcast. Thank you very much for having me. Great to see you here. Um, first of all, just give us the the outline, kind of, I suppose, elevated pitch for Isle Health. Um, what is it in sort of summary? Okay, so Isle Health um, was, I, I created it to encourage people to do, do more exercise. And we essentially remove medical barriers that people are living with every day. Um, so we help people overcome them. Um, 56% of the population are over in Guernsey are overweight or obese. Um, so, you know, daily struggles that come with those and the medical conditions that come with that um, are actually significant and, and can be quite limiting. Um, and we are there to remove those. Um, and that's just, you know, weight related ill health. But then one in four people live with a medical, a long term medical condition. And, and we're here as exercise professionals to essentially act as their medicine um, to improve their life. Um, in a long-term manner. Yeah, fantastic. And what does it actually look like as a business, as a as an offering at the moment? How are you engaging with people, I guess? Actually, word of mouth has been really huge for us. Um, and we're really busy on social media. And how it works is people can either self-refer, they can be referred by a medical professional on a private basis at this time. Um, and then we exercise them on a one-to-one basis or we offer group exercise classes. Um, so really we try and fit into everybody's life where possible because we understand that there are barriers um, and we want to overcome as many of them as possible. So sort of week to week, I mean, yeah, how many people are you dealing with? Oh gosh. Um, (laughs) Okay. So the number has gone up quite some in the year that we've been, um, we've been working um, and the team has now expanded. So it's not just myself. There's now a team of five of us, um, six altogether, but five consultants that that are using exercise as prescription. Um, so we see maybe 50 people on a one-to-one basis. Um, and then we obviously see significantly more than that in our group exercise classes over the week. Um, but our one-to-one exercise referral is the core of our business. That's, that's where we really love getting our results um, for people on a you know, individual, because everybody's goals are so unique and so different. Um, That is probably where, you know, we see our most progression, but we're seeing way over, I'd say, 100 people per week, um, which as a small startup business, you know, isn't isn't too bad. Uh, It's going really well. And we do genuinely care. So, and I think the word of mouth part has helped hugely because actually Guernsey, if people value what you do and you're, you know, you show passion and empathy and you genuinely care. Like you can tell, right, when people care and when they don't. Um, and we do at Isle Health. Like we we genuinely wear our heart on our sleeves to help people. Um, and that's exactly why I set it up, to, to help people. Um, Isle Health stemmed from me saying I'll help. Um, and the words kind of came 
quite nicely <laughs> together. <laughs> Take us back to that starting point. What was the, I suppose, the well, the motivation, but also the, the, what was the sort of moment that you realized actually from what you were doing before, because you were teaching, um, that, that there was an opportunity to actually, yeah, I guess, start your own business and, and sort of go it alone. Okay, so I was a teacher a teacher of physical education in secondary school and I absolutely loved it. Um, as you and many people know, um, during lockdown, teachers were, were fantastic um, and it was a it was a hard, hard gig to kind of do, um, which was absolutely fine. However, during lockdown, I noticed that exercise is huge. The government prioritised the use of physical activity. You know, everyone was given two hours and um, four things that you could do, one of them being physical activity. That screams the government are on side to value physical activity, right? But people were struggling, not necessarily physically. I mean, although that was that was the case and that continues to be the case, but more so mentally. And I was sat on these qualifications and I thought, Megan, you're qualified to help people. Why aren't you? You know, and I was teaching at the time, so I was helping in another way. But actually, I'm sat on my exercise referral qualifications, a degree in sport and exercise science, physical activity of health specifically. Why aren't I using that to help the people around me? So I did. <laughs> I literally, Tony, there and then I was like, I'm going to start helping people use exercise as prescription, exercise as medicine to change people's lives. And I've got goosebumps just thinking about it. And, and that's exactly where it stemmed from. I, and I started with the people that I was living with at the time. Um, and my friends, so Walking Wednesday, it became a thing. We would walk every Wednesday, albeit socially distanced. Um, and that has now become become a thing, right? Um, they say things often start when you don't expect it to. And, and that was exactly the case. I had to leave teaching because I couldn't manage the workload, um, not no, not being from here, um, sadly, although, you know, people do think I am, which is an absolute <laughs> privilege. You know, I don't take that for granted. Um, that has helped hugely. But the license limitation, you know, working full time and running a small business, which in some ways is no longer small, um, has its constraints, but that's when I wanted to help people. And, and I have a heart condition myself and I don't, I don't, you know me, I don't, I actually don't play the victim. And I think we overcome barriers, but as somebody that was turned away from a gym in 2018, because I had a heart condition, I was considered a, a risk factor. And I was like, but I understand exercise more than most people. Like I know that I'm safe and what I can do and what I can't. I need to help these people not get turned away when they do go to a gym and or educate people on what they can do. Um, and I was like, I'm just going to go for it because I'm sat on these qualifications and, and it's really important to to share your knowledge and, and get people to love life as much as you do and through exercise. <laughs> yeah. So it wasn't something you'd been kind of thinking about and, and dreaming of for, for years. It was, it was very much a sort of light bulb moment that actually, you know, the, the building blocks were there. You just had to, yeah. you know, the sort of, uh, I suppose the sort of path opened up in front of you. Yeah. Um, and quite literally that it, it's still a surprise now. Like when people say like, oh, you're the founder and director of Isle Health. I'm like, am I? Oh, like, yeah, I am. Like, that's me. Like I've done that. Um, and it's, it is a privilege to, to be in the position that I'm in now. Like, because I, we've come so far, but also it's like a pinch me moment because I have no experience in kind of business. Um, however, I do know exercise very well. And that's my one thing. And, and I'm, I think strength lies in admitting your flaws um, and asking for support where you need it. And and that's exactly what I do. So I just help people that need need help in relation to exercise. And what about as a business then? Um, you, you say uh, you you mentioned sort of lack of experience in in kind of that field or, or you know, the lack of knowledge. I mean, what support was there for you right at the start? Um, you know, did did you find it sort of readily available in Guernsey? Um, okay, so the I'll be completely honest. Um, it wasn't so much readily available. Um, however, the digital greenhouse were there, um, and they had this thing that I think 
maybe I only attended the first one or two, but it was a startup Saturday, um, which was set out to help small businesses or people with business ideas, um, entrepreneurs, essentially, um, set up their businesses and say, was it a good idea? What's the competition? You know, have you done everything you need to do in order to start? Now, at this time, we'd come out of lockdown. I was already helping people that I knew um, on like a very informal basis. Um, and we were doing Walking Wednesday. You know, I'd, I'd done that. I'd started that. Um, and then I went to them and said, this is kind of what I'm doing. And how they helped me in, um, people often say about your business model, your business strategy and things like that. And and for me, as long as I'm helping people, we're hitting our strategy and we're hitting our business plan. And that was about it. Um, so they did kind of help structure and almost give me a to-do list on what I needed to do in terms of a more formal approach. Um, so yeah, they were there and it was really supportive. Actually, Digital Greenhouse were brilliant in that aspect. However, I do find, um, if we're going to be honest here, being a, a business in healthcare in Guernsey is really limiting. Um finance and technology as we know thrive on this island and you do get a grant okay you can get I think it's around 15,000 pound in technology or finance to start a small business if if somebody sees it as viable or you know it's going to make profit now Isle Health has had no financial support at all it's been Megan working really hard in her full-time job to fund starting a, a small business and that isn't like I'm not I don't regret that like I absolutely am thankful for the challenges that we've overcome but it would be nice for some recognition because I'm actually without your health you don't have anything mm -hmm. um and that is exactly what we set out now you could have any job in the world but without your health you can't do it so it would be nice to see some more support in in kind of alter, alter alternate alternative maybe sorry that's the word alternative businesses to offer some support maybe financially because I think yeah I think that that is possibly a gap but that's interesting because you, you know, mentioned at the start about you know the kind of the sort of statistics locally about health and, and weight and and the challenges that that people are you know the sort of conditions that people are living with. I mean, do you think there is there's more opportunities in the kind of health market, I guess, for people to start businesses that ultimately are going to you know help islanders? Yeah, I think so. Um, I mean, we're all for growing our team. So like, and and if people have ideas on how to help people, like we'd we'd be open to listening to those. Um, but I think. And, I, and I'll say it until pigs fly, but like <laughs> without your health, you really don't have anything. And I think that me, that's physical, emotional and social health, right? Like all of them come together. Without one of them, something's going to be off and you're not going to be living your life to, to the full. Um, so it's really important that people prioritize their health, um, I think. And that's what I'll be an advocate for, um, physical, social and emotional health and, and helping people where I can. Because I suppose in Guernsey, we, you know, I think we like to consider ourselves an active island. You know, there is a lot of opportunity for people to to, to stay healthy, kind of relatively easily, or at least, yeah, at least be active. But actually, is do you think there's that we sort of take that for granted a bit, and, and yeah. actually, yeah, people can be a bit complacent about the I, shape they're in. Yeah, absolutely. I think Guernsey is a fantastic island, and actually, I wouldn't have been able to start Isle Health somewhere else. I don't think. I think it's been the perfect place to to start a business. Um, in terms of size, and I'm so been I've been so well received by the community because they are the most supportive people. And like I said, word of mouth when when you genuinely care and you get people the results that they that they need, not necessarily want. Like we don't get people six packs. We're not bothered by that. That's an aesthetic goal, and and there is a place for that. There absolutely is. But we help people carry their shopping from from the shop to the car, from the car to the house, or we help people get upstairs or walk without a walking aid. That That's our kind of, that's where we are, where we sit. And 
And people living with long-term health conditions face barriers that you can't see. And and, and they, not everybody will talk about them, you know? Um, so I think it's really important that we do that for them by saying we are, we're here to help your health because we're not really bothered about fitness, you know, and I think there's a place for, place for both. Um, but your health is the fundamentals, is the basics to everything. In Guernsey, if you are a well and able person um, and f in a financial position to afford sport, I think it is probably one of the best places I've been um, in relation to that. And I think, you know, it is such an active, such a healthy island generally, like when you look at it from a, from from overseas you look in and it's like this fantastic like Guernsey packs a punch for sport right like you we had representations in Commonwealth etc and the Island Games is coming up like that's amazing like and I think that is really really brilliant but it's the people that fall short of that that don't participate what's happening what's on offer for those people because it's not really sung about right so that that's our market um and our community that's where we base ourselves um so yeah, I think there is a there is a gap. We're now I'd like to say we're now filling that. Um, um, there is a state alternative that is doing a really good job um, at offering exercise prescription as well as us. Um, we are just so the research suggests that um, so the ACSM the guide guidelines the American College of Sports Medicine suggests that exercise referral and exercise prescription should be delivered on a one to one basis for the best results, which is ultimately where all of our practice comes from. We we use research to inform our practice to ensure that we're offering advice and guidance in relation to what has been what has been found. Now, I think that's really important because actually having your head in the latest research, now the latest research doesn't always mean the best results. Um, so, it's, you know, some of the things, the basics actually to what we practice were found years and years ago um, because it's just the fundamentals, the core, you know, if, you, if you're exercising, you're eating okay um, and you're socializing with others, then you're going to be living a healthier lifestyle than if, if, than if one of those was off balance. Um, so yeah, we, our community is really, it's research-based and it's just about thinking about the fundamentals and keeping it really simple um, and helping people reach their goals. And as you, know, as you said, it started with you. You've now got a team of five or five or six, I think you said. Um, yeah. I mean, have you found it difficult to, to kind of, to, yeah, to sort of bring people on board? Yeah, no, no, I haven't. Um, it's actually been a really wholesome and really organic kind of growth. It's not been forced. It's not been, you know, I haven't necessarily asked people, um, but... Our team are incredible. Like they are worth their weight in gold. And I mean that with from the bottom of my heart because A, without them, our health wouldn't be a thing. Um, the number of people in the community we would be helping would be significantly less because I can only help so many people at a time on my own. Um, and, and our ethos is the same. So when people come on board, I say, what's your goals? What's your passion? And if, if they are aesthetic goals, they want to help people get six packs, they want to lift 10 ton trucks, that kind of thing. Then, and then I just politely say that I think you're better suited elsewhere, but people, the, the guys on the team and they'll laugh hearing this back, but they really are amazing people who care about the people that they work with and they care about their health. Um, we've all got kind of different passions. So um, we've got people that care about weight weight management and that's weight gain, not just weight loss. Weight gain is, um, sorry, weight gain isn't spoken about as much as weight loss, but it's equally important and, and it does affect a lot of people. Um, my passion is cardiac rehab. Obviously I have a heart condition. Um, so that's my kind of Baby, I'm, I'm getting qualified in that. I was supposed to do my uh, exam maybe 18 months ago now, but COVID. Um, so my flights got cancelled, so I couldn't get over there. So I've just got the exam to sit. Uh, and then it's really helping people with barriers like, you know, cancer and that kind of thing. That That's where I'm, I see myself helping people in the future. But 
all of our team have kind of their own different like niche. And I think that's really like a really good thing to have. Um, mm. Everybody brings something different to the table. Um, I also would like to just mention, if it's okay, um, John Edsall, who is our business development manager. And that, I feel like initially me and John were friends and now he has just been eva like in amazing i mean you couldn't really put a value on how, how much he's worth but he's helped i health significantly and he's almost stopped me from running away with all the ideas that go around in my head about how to help everybody um right now he's been like let's structure it let's think about it let's move forward um with strategy almost and, and control rather than let's just you can probably tell i'm a bit i'm a bit like uh what's the word energetic and i just want to help everybody now but obviously there are limitations to that um and he has been, he, he too is worth his weight in gold because um, he's helped Isle Health grow um, and help more people ultimately. Yeah, fantastic. I mean, you, you mentioned your own experience of, of I suppose, of personal health and, yep. and, you know, you've been through a lot. I think it's fair to say um, in the last couple of years. Um, how much is that a motivator for, for what you do? I mean, is oh, it your own personal experience that you're kind of feeding off? Yeah, hugely. And I think... I really struggle Tony because I don't do victim. Uh, it would be easy to be like, oh, I need help. Woe is me. I just don't have that. It's yes, I've got a heart condition. Yes, I've got a device in my heart, but it's absolutely not going to stop me. Um, however, being turned away from the gym, I'll refer back to the comment I made earlier. Being turned away from the gym in 2000, I think it was 18. I was like, oh, wait, I was so confused as to why people couldn't exercise because I had a heart condition at a certain time. And and this was a mainstream gym in the UK. And they said, well, you can only exercise on a Tuesday or Thursday. And it was something like 10 till 11 or three till four. And I said, but I, I'm a student or I'm working. Like I'm unable to, to kind of exercise at that time. Why is that the case? And they said, because the cardiac specialist is on site at that time. And I thought, oh, wow. Mm. And, I, and I was kind of eyes open, headlight moment. And I probably looked like I was in a daze. I was so confused, but... They, they said it was unsafe for somebody to participate. So it, it is my passion and my aim is to try and make it make exercise accessible for everybody um, and really help people. And if that means that one of our instructors has got to be on site for that person to exercise, then then let's make that happen. Um, because it is limiting and, and it is a driver. It's actually like when I wake up, you know, I'm going to help people remove and overcome them barriers because I had those barriers and now I'm the professional in the room. So nobody can tell me that I can't go to a gym because I, I know that I know what I to do. I am the gym now, Tony. <laughs> I am the gym. No. Um, but you know, it's just removing that barrier and it's just another thing that people face, you know, finances are a huge one. Childcare is another huge one. Time, stress, all of those things are all are natural barriers that we all face. Right. Um, but then to go and face another one and be told, oh, you can't come in here because you've got a problem with your heart, which, you know, I couldn't help particularly. So um, I was like, I'm, I'm going to overcome that. I'm going to become qualified in it so that I'll be like, oh, well, there's no, no instructor here to tell me what to do, but I'm qualified. So mm. we're okay. <laughs> and I think it's fair to say that you've not let that hold you back in any way. I mean, you know, you play rugby for, for Guernsey Raiders, um, you know, yeah. enjoyed watching you running a, some fantastic tries in Siam Cups. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, I've got, I have got a device in my heart and well, without going on about it, because actually not really many people know, I mean, they will know about it now, but um, they didn't before. And, and I'm, you know, I'll tell people because I'm not, I'm very open, open book really. And I think it's really important that people can relate to you. Um, but yeah, I've got a device in my heart. I can play rugby for now, but that might not be a forever thing. Um, and you've got to make the most of what you've got while you can. 
and make it better before it gets worse. Like use it before you lose it, right? Mm. Um, one of my favorite sayings at the moment, I feel. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's just about removing barriers, to be honest with you, Tony. Just coming back to the business itself. I mean, what is the, what is the kind of, the, I suppose, the financial model at the moment? Um, and, and, you know, how do you see it progressing? Okay, so the, the financial model at the moment, this, it's funny you ask because I'll be honest, it is an absolute slog. <laughs> Guernsey's expensive um, and I rent. So that's another uh, quite a significant expense. And I use my salary, so my full-time salary to fund Isle Health at the time to really help people. Um, websites are expensive. Um, booking systems, who would have thought that they actually cost a significant sum um, and they do um, so we've been I've been saving and saving and saving and saving to, to get that in place um, so the financial there is limitations right I, I can only grow as far as as I can for now um, but it's going well we're using the money to regenerate Isle Health um, everything that we make goes back into the business um, to, to help more people ultimately um, and then moving forward we are looking to expand further afield um and we offer a sponsorship and corporate well-being program and i'm really fortunate actually within the last two weeks i've been approached by two two firms in in guernsey i won't say their names at, at this time um but it moving forward i'll make it very clear we're working with them um so they're using our sponsorship program so there we are now um quality assured and equitable service through the bailiwick social prescribing program which is brilliant so all GPs on the island can refer through the bailiwick social prescribing program and give our services, like the recommendations to people in the community to come to our services because we are quality assured and an equitable service. So, you know, people can have a slight discount as going through the bailiwick social prescribing if that's necessary. But also back to our sponsorship program, um, finance, back to our sponsorship program, corporates can can enter either a bronze, silver or gold sponsorship. And then what we do is if they want to sponsor one, which is the bronze program, silver, which is five people or gold, we can discuss however many people want to. They can sponsor individuals through our program, our exercise referral program through the bailiwick social prescribing team. So what we do is the, the company will pay us the full sum from start to finish what the course costs. And then we will give the bailiwick social prescribing team a voucher which will give the opportunity for somebody that can't afford to access our service, the opportunity to do it for free. And, it, and you know, it's really, really going to benefit them, that individual, um, because they can access our service on a one-to-one -one basis, which is the gold standard, right? Um, and that's what we set out to do. You know, if I could help the world for free, I would. But, but sadly, that's not an option. So it's using and collaborating really with people that are in a position to help others and, and really make a difference and that's exactly what we're doing even more so moving forward so, so is it about sort of finding a product that you can effectively sell that then supports the i suppose almost the outreach work that you're, kind yeah. of, you're doing on the other side yeah it literally is exactly that so, so someone can sponsor an individual through the program um through the bailiwick social prescribing team so that is anonymous so we don't Isle Health, we don't get to choose necessarily who comes through the program. And ultimately, we don't want to. We want to help anybody that comes through our doors, right? Um, so they choose the individual and then and then they can come and work with us on our 12-week exercise referral program and hopefully um, change their lifestyle and, and get the benefits of, of what people, what, of what you do for our, for our programs. So. Yeah, fantastic. I mean, you, you know, you've grown an awful lot in a short space of time. I mean, is it a bit about consolidation now or do, yeah. do you see it kind of growing and growing at this pace? No, um, I, I'll be honest. I think actually, I mean, you know me, I'm very black and white and I think transparency, transparency and being honest is, is big. Um, we're not looking to expand. Um, we kind of expanded so far because 
I mean, organically and naturally, that kind of just happened. There was no intent to grow. You know, I was like, if I help one person every day, I'm doing, I'm doing well. Um, and now we're helping 50 people like weekly um, and, and actually more than that. But it's not about growing. It's about quality and consistency for me. Um, if, if our clients are getting consistency and quality, then we're winning because their, their results are going to be elevated and they're going to be lifelong. So the idea is that after the 12 week program, we become redundant, right? If we're good at our job, people won't need to come back. They will have the knowledge they need for life to go and become healthy, well-rounded people in the community that are using physical activity, movement and exercise for their benefit. So, so actually it's not about growth now. Um, I mean, we absolutely want to help more people. Um, but in terms of the team, we're not looking to grow, but it's just quality and consistency for me. I want to evolve a physical space at some point. I mean, uh, you've got the van outside branded up, <laughs> you're, you're mobile. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, do, do, do you envision yeah, some sort of building that people can visit or is that sort of not necessary really in what you do? Oh, Tony, um, I would absolutely love. <laughs> uh, can you picture it? An aisle health establishment where people are welcome. There's no barriers. There's no judgment. There's no mirrors in a gym. Um, and we remove those barriers to people that like, oh, I've got goosebumps thinking about it now. Like, that would be the absolute dream is to have a hub where we can genuinely help people and, and people feel welcome without judgment. That That's ultimately it because we want to remove those barriers and um, that would be amazing we obviously have the van outside like you, that you mentioned and oh my gosh saving for a van was was another thing right <laughs> websites and and thankfully if you see me driving around in my van by all means give me a wave but um <laughs> we are mobile now so we can help people in the park because being outside is obviously very good for people um so we can help people on the park and the beaches on the cliffs whatever um but yeah i i mean long term that's i mean it's not really on the cars because we're fortunate to be working out the train station gym and and justin the the owner of the gym was one of the only people, if not the only person on the island, that when I proposed my idea to him was the only person that dived straight in and said, I completely wholeheartedly endorse what you're doing. I can genuinely tell that you want to help people. Let's go for it. Uh, and everyone else, I was faced with a bit of resistance um, or they wanted financial gain. Um, and, and I had nothing. I couldn't give anybody anything at that time. Um, and thankfully, to Justin and the team at the train station, we've got a proper community. Um, I don't know if you've been down there, but it is a community gym. Um, you know, it's not your stereotypical kind of intimidating environment. Everyone will say hello to you. Um, so I do, you know, I'm not looking to leave the train station, but long term, like 10 years or whatever, if I was in a financial position to afford a small space that I could help people on a, on a one-to-one -one basis would be unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> Make it happen. Yeah, um, let's do it. Uh, yeah, we spoke about your I suppose, lack of business experience that you had kind of going into it, but a year or, or whatever it is, um, you know, down the line, what have you learned about running a small business, starting a business and, and that kind of entrepreneurial <laughs> okay. side of things? <laughs> um, I have learned a lot. Um, I've learned a lot on a personal basis um, and I've learned a lot on a professional basis and I've learned a lot about people around me. Um, those first connections and second connections as well. So people, if you ask them, are so willing to help. I think that's a Guernsey thing. I think if you ask and you are honest and and, and that's exactly what I am, much from, I don't know if that's always a good thing, but if you ask for support and help, people will give it. People will give it, not always freely, but they will. And you'll learn something from every conversation you have. I think if you've got the passion and the determination, you'll make it happen. You'll make it work because if your intentions are good, then, it, you know, people can see through fake stuff, right? So if you're, 
intention and passions are there, go for it. Um, saying no is okay. Like, I learned that's really hard for me. But like <laughs> saying no, like having a waiting list, there's also something that I find really hard. It's I'm like, oh my gosh, there's like 20 people on the waiting list that we need to help right now. But actually like we, we can't, like consistency and quality, like I mentioned. Um, but business-wise, yeah. So saying no, being consistent, not growing too big too quickly would be something like pausing has been really valuable for us to, because I can imagine if you did expand too quickly, it'd probably just plummet. Um but yeah, um, and outsourcing things that you're not good at, you know, it, it costs money and that's been a massive struggle. Like if I was in a, a more fortunate position and I, and I came, came from a background where I had maybe some financial backing, that would made, have made everything significantly different. But I think to just consistency, consistent, consistency, right? And work hard and, and it'll all pay off. But, but yeah, in terms of business, it's different. It's like the corporate world is so crazy. <laughs> like it's like a different minefield like when you work in health and teaching and then you kind of do breach the kind of corporate office trust finance kind of conversations it's like a different world um but it's all exposure it's mm. all you know i've learned from all of the professionals that i've spoken with and and everyone's been really kind i'm i'm sure that i've drifted away from your question here but Guernsey has been a fantastic place to start a business. I'd say go for it. Anybody that wants to start a business, go for it. Um, because there's people in the community that are really willing to support. Um, but it's not easy. And it's time. Time every morning you wake up. And and I, I listen to a podcast. Um, I, I'm, I don't know if I'm allowed to say, but another podcast. And it said... Oh, there are some others yeah. out there. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was a very well-known one. And it said, wake up at five because there's no distractions till seven. And that was really valuable. I mean, I'm a sleepy person, but those two hours in the morning that you can get stuff done because there's no distraction, the early bird really does catch the worm. And I think now we're starting to catch the worm. <laughs> <laughs> Megan Seawood from Isle Health there. What a year or two she's had, and I'm sure there'll be plenty more exciting and rewarding years to come. If you enjoyed this episode, do hit subscribe or follow wherever you get your podcasts to get everyone delivered straight to you. Our thanks once again to the Digital Greenhouse for their support. We've got more interviews with island entrepreneurs coming up, along with regular looks at the key stories and big issues shaping business in the bailiwick. For now, good luck to Megan at the Vayon Awards. We'll see you next time.